0: G'day, punters. Welcome to Victims of the Punt. We're talking Rose Hill, the Group 1 Golden Rose meeting. Mark Sheen, Mark Roden and Rob Scarry here to help me review this meeting. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. How did the return to Rose Hill present to you?
1: Well, um, I think Mark predicted it that uh, it'd be on pace and it certainly uh, seemed that way. We had very few winners coming from off the speed. I think Yonkers was one of them, which was... Bit of a surprise, although had some supported longer odds, and but most of the winners were were right up on the speed all the way. I think the two staying races were the other two races, so, so it was a big advantage to be up on speed and inside. I'd say for most of the day. Yep, uh,
2: Mark
0: Roden, how did you find the day overall?
2: Uh Frustrating, what a
1: lot of few near misses.
2: Yeah, lane's lane one was best, lane two was second best, I'd say, but it, yep. it wasn't. You know, you got Yonkers. Winning first up down the middle, it wasn't impossible, and there were some quite good runs from uh, from back and down the middle in the beaten brigade as well. And uh, Rob Scarry,
0: welcome to you, home affairs. There it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right, aren't I know. Uh,
3: I'm, I'm right enough. Uh, look, yeah, it was a good day. Good to get back to Rose Hill. It was a good three. Three, uh, so upgraded. Yep. Um, I think the the tail was in that highway with that with that thing getting up the inside was a bit of a bit of a giveaway that that the, that lane one as Mark, Roden was saying was was the um place to be. Um, yes, yeah, so some some really good horses. Some some
0: horses I think that need to be sacked forever or retired as well. Okay, well we'll get to those uh, horses to not follow as it might be, but we'll start with race five which was the Heritage over 1,100. Uh, Home Affairs with Nash on board managed to lead and control this race at an even tempo. 1.9 lengths fast to the 600 and he's too good for Pellelli. Uh, Rob, I'll start with yourself. You've been on Home Affairs as a type for quite a while now. Just run us through for those who might not have seen him, what he looks like.
3: He's, he's bigger than average. Um, I remember Lizzie saying he's just, on Saturday, that he, he's sort of front and his back is uh, sort of um, evened out. He, he did have a quite of a, Quite of a pronounced front quarter for a sprinter, which is not always, um, you know, the way a lot of them are jacked up at the arse, uh, but yeah, he's got a great temperament, that's what I like about him. So many Chris Wallace horses do, but a fantastic temperament, and um, yeah, it's just, just, just bigger than average. Um, there's, there's nothing to not like about him. Uh, he uh, the the price we got here was amazing, backed earlier in the week, and then 780 in the end. Mm. Yep. Um, Nashua Willer on was was a clue um, but you know on review you know win and whinge uh, i didn't have enough on it because um, it was never losing after it pinged the gates uh, and where was play league gonna get to it was gonna get to hell and that's what happened and um, you know the other horse is pretty good too. the but you know he, he's carried a good weight and beaten them um, the uh, Kiwi horse looks interesting uh, he was he seemed a bit fresh in the yard the, the sort of secrecy or whatever it's called Number one, um, he might be worth following. But, um, yeah, the winner, who knows if you want to go to the Debris. I remember when we got that tip about him on the, on the question show, the guy yep. said he needs good, good ground. Well, it better not rain. It's going to rain this week. Um, so, you know, I can't see Ramwick being good uh, for a while because uh, it, it, just, it just just doesn't... We'll, we'll, need, we'll need a heat wave for it to get good.
0: Yep. Uh, Mark Sheen, how do you see the performance?
1: Yeah, look, I was worried going into this race with the map with some of these horses drawn wide, but um, when sort of stayed at Tai both were a little bit tardy out of the gates. I think Nash uh, seized that opportunity and drove forward, and once he found the fence, as Rob said, the, the race was over, uh, basically, at that point. I think he got to 350 in the run there at one stage, which looked to be Kuala Moe, really. Um <laughs> went back to second last. I think they had a plan there to go back. Uh, just looked the way he came out of the gates. He looked a bit negative on him. I think he ran a terrific race, poor Laley, but uh, just the, the way the track was playing, it was certainly Nash uh, seizing that opportunity and getting home affairs home. King of Sparta was good again. I thought very fine red was good. She might be looking for a little bit further now. Just got held up at the top of the straight and probably should have finished a touch closer.
0: Yeah, and Mark Roden, Nash Rowell, has started the season particularly well. He's 14 from 57. It's also 14 of his last 50, <laughs> uh, but he just looks like tuned up to do some real damage here in the spring carnival.
2: Certainly does, and he loves going forward, which uh, everyone should, but I bet he's glad they don't because it makes his life a bit easier. Um, Look, straight after the race here, I thought, oh, you know, when the caller said Everest and all this sort of stuff, I thought, oh, this has been flattered. It's, you know, a couple of others have missed the start, it's found the fence sort of fallen into his lap, but uh, doing the figures, it's gone super. Mm. It it has run great time. Admittedly, the track pattern was in his favour and and he was able to get across, but. yeah, he's just come back a much better horse. He's really come on, come on as a three-year-old. He's got, he's, he's run fast overall time. He can put himself in the race, high cruising speed, just perfect, perfect, foolproof horse. He'll, he'll be in anything, anything they um run him in, up to the Everest. If, if with that caveat that it's dry. But he's stamped himself as, you know, I think this is along with Paulili's win at Randwick, this is the best three-year-old performance of the season so far. Uh, Boyley lost no admirers, um, he'll be better at Randwick uh, and or when he draws lower so he can be closer in the run, but I think uh, Randwick is probably his track. Third horse tri-state, I ran out of gas at the end, but it's flying. It was a little bit class here, but it's at, in its right grade. The sprinter with a high cruising speed, and you know, we'll get it done. <clears throat> um, this camp don't mind running them out of their class, I must say, yeah. um, but um, it, it went as well as it could. Uh, got to forgive the New Zealand. It missed the start and then was three wide. Uh, did drop out, but uh, certainly one more chance for him. Uh, yeah, eye catcher from a very fine red. Probably another one who's probably just a little bit out of its class, but uh, certainly not disgraced. Okay. I thought. Well, let's have a look at this
0: Shannon, which is the Group 2 over 1,500 metres. You mentioned Yonkers before. Well, it's uh, run over the top of Discharged here. Uh, in terms of the speed, pretty much bang on even uh, to the 600. 0.4 lengths fast. <laughs> for the class on punting forms data. Rob Scurry, there was a couple of uh, old favourites here for you. Yeah,
3: yeah um, I'm getting a bit sicker, sick of a lot of these, actually. Um, and Yonkers, you know, I would love to have seen it on track. Um, mm. But, um, look, Discharges run well, Reloaders run well, um, Love Tap. Um, well, I don't know if he's much good. Um, he should have gone a bit better than that. But I ended up being on um, best of days here. I just thought the, the firm track, and I thought he was kind of well weighted here, and um, he didn't give a yelp. So I think he should be retired. You know, not like Sheikh needs the cash. Um, imaging, um, very disappointing as well. He's been he hasn't done much for for a long time now. Um, chat might have had enough. What, what do we do with Arcademus? Is that just maybe a wet tracker? Um, but yeah, forgettable. Like. A lot of these older horses, I think, um, yeah, they've had enough.
1: Mark Sheen, are you giving excuses to him? No, I think this is a bit like that. The race that Chat won at Kembla was a bit yeah. of a head scratcher, and and probably just uh, forget about it. When you've got Yonkers coming in the outside to win and reloaded unlucky, you know you've got a problem. So um, I don't really want to follow any of these going forward. Love tap disappointing imaging while well, I was on it at the good odds, but. Uh, when he got into the clear at the top of the straight, there was nothing there. Maybe he just needs a bit of give in the track, but um, that was a very disappointing run.
0: And uh, Mark Roden, we just talked about Nash Willow Well, this man, G Schofield, uh, he's only had nine rides for the season. He's had two firsts and two seconds, which is probably all he probably rode in the last 12 months previous to that. <laughs> yes,
2: got, seems like he's got a point to prove. He's going okay. I couldn't believe this one. I backed this horse. Yeah, the last prep of the prep before, first up in an 88 or something, and it couldn't run the first half dozen. And here it is winning a listed or group race uh, first up here at an un- seemingly unsuitable trip. Um, okay. Uh, what do we say? I think Discharged has gone okay. It had all favours, but it was just a run short. I think it peaked third up last time, so it's ticking over okay. It's probably a race for it. And it, great racing style just puts itself in the race. Um, <clears throat> love tap every possible. drop. dropped it at no... Uh, didn't help it. Didn't go any faster with six kilos less. Uh, imaging, look, I backed it too. and Gee, it was, it was very, mm. very ordinary. But it's certain, I think we've got to say it needs soft to have any chance. Um, he was getting his head up. He, he seemed to be feeling his legs, I thought. Didn't stretch out at all. But he might be gone as well. I'm, I'm not going to be hurrying the backing. But if he, if he struck a heavy eight or something, I might, you know, and he was odds, that might get me in. But, uh, yeah, geez, he was playing. Uh, and not a great deal to say about the rest. Okay,
0: Race 7 was the golden pendant, Group 2 for the Phillies and Mares, over 1,400. Very slow tempo here, six and a half lengths, slow to the 600. and No surprise, Vangelic, the leader, managed to dictate and get the job done. Uh, Rob, I'll start with you. Did you have any interest here in Race 7?
3: I overthought it and just, just, yeah, I backed three, actually, Um I heard that Entrevue was in season, which was probably the reason for the drift. Uh, so you know, I had to have something on ice bath, or I'd go go mad. Uh, it's run another very credible race. Forbidden Love is not my horse. I can't catch it. It only it's only ever beaten me. Um, but it seemed to parade well for a horse that can get hot and sweaty. It seemed to be walking around really well. Um, and our old girl Madame Rouge. I think I backed it in this race last year as well. Um, again, she's probably one for the breeding barn. It doesn't seem to have that zest for racing. Um, Winner had all favourites, Vangelic, um, but, yeah, just never been one of mine. Nimalis run well. Um, Yeah, good, decent bunch of mares, but, um, yeah, maybe I'm overestimating Ice Bath. You might suck me in again because I think, you know, it's
0: one of the best runs in this race. Okay. Mark Sheen, are you following anything out of this race?
1: Yeah, look, I thought uh, Ice Bath was terrific here against the pattern of the day, Um, and, you know, when she gets to Randwick uh, maybe in the Epsom next week, that track will be a little bit uh, shifty, so that should certainly suit her. So she's on track. On uh, Travilliers was a terrific run considering the circumstances. Um, first time she's backed up in two weeks in season. Went back to last down the middle of the track. So certainly had plenty of uh, things against it, but still ran well. But I think Ice Bath certainly, considering she was pocketed on the fence in a slowly run race, to uh, finish that close was a terrific run.
0: Okay. And Mark Roden?
2: Yeah, um, I was on Nimalee here. Certainly looked like it might go very close at the top of the straight, but couldn't get past Vangelic, who had... uh, Well, they both had all favours on pace, really. Vangelic just had the advantage of the rail, which may have been the difference, but I'm looking at the figures this morning. I'm a bit disappointed in Nimalee. I think uh, entitled to get there if she was at her best. Maybe she was a run short. Maybe she was a run short. That's the only thing I can think of, but that was a little bit disappointing. Um... How can take anything away from Vangelic, a horse that puts itself in the race like it's uh, stable mate in the race after. Um, deserved winner with great runs to the two mentioned on Tribier and Ice Bath. Uh, total forgive on Trubierre and Ice Bath going really well. Set to peak in something and cuts that wet track. Yes. Okay.
0: Look, the main event was the Golden Rose. Group won over 1,400 for the three-year-olds and they've gone very fast here for the class to the 600, five and a half lengths fast to the 600. In the Congo was the leader, managed to hold on over the favorite animo it's posted the equal best figure of the day with home affairs in the congo so you can't take anything away from the winner rob run us through the three-year-olds
3: uh look i i I, my mind went back to the um size when uh, animo was about two bucks and i thought look this this looks a bit tougher than that so I, i can't unload it on him and um I thought in the Congo with 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 the barriers, and I remember Mark Sheen saying his horse will get fourteen hundred, this horse will get fourteen hundred. So I ended up having a place bet on him myself, and um, yeah, I, was, I felt a bit silly after the race. Um, Atorious has flashed home again, um, but yeah, look, Anemo, I'm going to say he's a, he's a middle, is more of a middle distance horse, a very classy horse, but but you know I th- I think he goes on to the uh, Caulfield Guineas and and, and wins it. Um, you know I was on in the Congo at that. But he first Saturday meeting when it got called the winner and lost. Uh, you know, I don't know what to, uh, I, I don't know what to do with him. Uh, Watch has run very well. Chris can you know keep, keep him going. A race you know that'll probably go to the Caulfield Guineas as well. Um, surely, yeah. Uh, Start Tante seems to have run well, but yeah. For for me, um, the merits in um, Animo. I, I, th- I thought he's he's run enormous here, and, and you know one more bounty wins in my opinion. Okay,
0: Mark Shane, your thoughts
1: um look i thought the winner went terrific here he's done all the work he had to fend off remark early who made a real pest of himself for the first 400 meters and i thought he went pretty hard down the side and still had a kick and held them off whether he gets to 1600 meters is another matter but um you know in a different tempo or race he he might be able to to go a lot slower and and ping he, look he's a he's a solid tough horse His horse and he did a good job to win there. A lot of people were blaming the track that uh, the reason Animo was beaten, but I've got to say I thought he had his chance uh, even though there was track bias. Um, the tempo of the race certainly would suggest that the leader had to stop and Animo would be the run running over him. But um, all favours, were well, all honours, I should say, to win the Congo.
0: Yeah, Mark Roden, this tempo certainly has sorted out a few of these horses in this field.
2: Sure has. Um, yeah, I, I tend to agree I thought Animo... Looked like, looked like he was going to get there and just didn't. A, a terrific run in the Congo. Go Waterhouse again. Um, yeah, it did. I mean, the market sort of did half tune into him in the in the last hour or so of betting the way the track was playing, and he, he um, didn't let his supporters down. It was a great effort. Animo's going fine, and if he, you uh, can still, if he still has improvement to come, he'll be right up to his ears in anything. Um, Coast Watch. Uh, how about the Bondi for him? That'd be, that'd be a race for him, wouldn't it? Million dollars for the second string. That'd be very nice, and great run of Artorias. And yes, you're quite right. The, the the pace did really get rid of a few. Um, Star Tontae sort of ran on okay from the back, but I think she's only gone to. She's just done what she does. <coughs> and, um, just maybe coped the, with the pressure a little bit better than most. But um, yeah, love to see it. You know, good horses running fast times.
1: Well, do you think Artorias can turn the tables on animos, say in the Caulfield Guineas?
2: I don't like his racing style. That's the. Yeah. I think I think NMO does have the capability to settle settle a bit closer. It looks like Arcturus might be pretty one dimensional. I know he won the Blue Diamond there, but depends how the track's playing on the day. It's, it was a, it was a very good run. Yeah,
1: um, but he's a bad beginner, isn't he? Bad yeah, beginner
2: gets, he just, Bad pattern. Yeah, that, that, they're just hard to back those horses, especially at shorter odds.
0: And uh, you mentioned Waterhouse and Bot. Current season, 149 starts, 37 winners. That's 24.8% and profitable. Last 50, 15 winners at 30% win percentage and 91.9% return on interest. Going Simple well. Business. Put them in the race. Just Maybe. back the best and the best shall produce? Maybe. Well, race nine, speaking of which, the gloaming. 1800 meters, uh, a lot of talk about uh, whether Profondo was the the best horse, but again, very slow tempo, uh, 4.4 length slow to the 600 and head of states run over the top. Um, But there was, uh, I think, a a lot of conversation about the riding, uh, certainly post race, but we'll get into that. Rob, what did you think here? I
3: thought profondo was I didn't overthink this um, I thought profondo was it was a good thing I thought his run against the bias first up was great he does get a little bit toey in the yard which is not what you always want to see but he's a kind, of, kind of a proud horse um I, I did I, I saw this Benno as well like the look of him but these these two have cleared out um look you uh, run the race 10 times and I, I think profondo beats head of state nine really um you know, it, it, it's hindsight's it's a great thing. The horse has shied at the whip and run into the fence. But if you look past the post, the Profondo's kind of gone straight past, gone past him again. And I think uh, up in distance um, will suit it. I'd love to see a jockey change uh, on it uh, to back it. Um, you know, Chris Waller, sorry, uh, Robbie Dolan versus James McDonald. Um, at the last 50 was 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 hard to cop, but. Um, yeah, not not much behind the first two. The third horse is, is definitely, um, you know, c- could run a decent race um, up in distance, being buying a, a staying sire and reliable man. But, um, yeah, the good colt's a good one. D- 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 the $2 million horse is is, is worth following, and I think it's got the uh, spring champions at its mercy.
1: Okay. Mark Sheen? Well, look, look I, I've got a massive rap on this Profondo, but he does a lot wrong. This was only his second start. He pulled his head off in the run. And then when he went for him in a, in a group race, well, you're gonna go for the whip, aren't you? What's Robbie Dolan gonna do? Um, things looming on the outside, you give him a crack with the whip and it ducks into the inside fence. I don't know what else he was gonna do. If he didn't pull the whip, you'd be blown up saying, what's he doing? So. <laughs> yes,
3: that's, tr- that's true. But uh, yeah. Uh,
1: look, I, I don't know if you could blame the jockey. The horse is still very immature, very green. And he just, you know, he fell apart a little bit under pressure when the other horse came in. I think they're both, you know, they'd look to have a mortgage on the champion stakes going that way. If Profondo cures his manners in that time, he's probably the horse to beat. If he doesn't, the other horse just might be the better tradesman on the day. Um, as I said, I think Profondo is certainly the best horse in the race, but um, he's still got to iron out a lot of kinks.
0: Yep. Uh, Mark Roden, it can be a bit tricky pulling these races apart when they're slowly run, but uh, what are your figures saying with mm-hmm. Profondo?
2: Oh, I'm saying they've gone well. Yeah. Yeah, it was a slow race but the, to run the sections the last four and twos they have over a bit of ground as new three-year-olds is they're, they're pretty classy i think uh in their division uh i was uh yeah in conversations i had on saturday evening i was a bit critical of the ride but looking at it this morning the horse is actually gone despite doing things wrong really well uh the winners just put in a really good performance to boot him with a, you know really top jockey on board as well I do think, though, I would like to see a jockey change. I'd love to see a Nashville Willer or someone on it. I think because he does have these tricks. I'd like a, a, a stronger, more experienced rider than, than Dolan. Um, yeah, I, I, it might have cost him half a length, you know. It, and I think this was probably instructions, not Dolan's decision himself. But it jumped really well. Nothing wanted to lead. Go and take it, you know. I mentioned Nashua, I'd even said, right, that's mine, like he did on, you know, a totally different setup at home affairs. Right, no one wants it. It's me. And he would have kept it going hands and heels, and I reckon would have won. Um, but I think, I suspect that the trainer wouldn't want it ridden that way, which, for whatever reason. But uh, I think they've both gone really well. Um, absolute gap to the rest. Benno, I kind of ridiculed off the, the Now Reform in the previous show, but it's, it's, it's got something. So has it, it. did well after a three-wide trip. But uh, the um, the first two look at the class of that.
0: Okay, and then the last on the card was Benchmark eighty eight over fourteen hundred. Ellsberg was supported. It went forward, and it won with Nash. Uh, even Tempo zero point two length, slow to the six hundred. It's pretty much bang on. Rob, how did you see the last?
3: I saw it well, but I didn't bet. Um, mm. I like Knight of Power as a horse. I have done for a long time. It's run really well. I thought uh, Academy could be, you know, go go pretty close with the barrier one, and you know, not all that much pace and you know Ellsberg is, is just kryptonite to me I'll, I'll, I've had that many bad experiences with it I just can't get on the right side of it so I guess superstition stopped me back in and it got short too um behind it um you know when, when Kiku jumped well Mark Sheen's words were ringing in my ears this horse doesn't jump this horse doesn't jump and it jumped so I was tapity tap 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 when it did and I uh, thought it was a bit disappointing um but yeah uh maybe, maybe night of power was was was, was, was bit stiff like if it it's it sort of come around them and it's got home pretty well so um yeah I'd be interested to hear what uh, Mark Sheen and Mark Roden think of this take it
1: away um yeah I'm disagreeing with Kiku I think uh it got onto the back of a horse had shuffled it back and um he went for a couple of runs at the top of the straight there Stewards inquired into the ride uh I'd be very forgiving of that run uh, bigger fish to fry I think for Kiku um, well, a change of tactics, uh, we were talking about this on Friday and uh, the stewards then qualified that they were going to try and ride this horse close to the lead, but with cover, Ellsberg. And um, I think that's why he was off the map at the finish and Nash put him in the right spot and, and lifted him late. He looked like he was labouring a little bit. Nash put a couple around the tail. Maybe Nash would make the difference fondo I'm not sure, but... Uh, <laughs> He makes a difference to Ellsberg.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. And Mark Roden, I'm not sure if it coincided with that confirmation from the stewards, but seemingly the price went from about $4 and then gradually trickled down and obviously to that starting price of about $3 or so. Yeah, it
2: just got shorter and shorter and I unfortunately had it go. I think he would have been better off leaving. It hasn't been overly impressive here, but... Um, and has probably put in better performances this in the past, but they they seem just intent on not leading in him. You know, they want him to settle handy with cover. and hit. Okay, it's up to them, but I think this horse's best runs have been leading, but there you go. Nine not, not of power going very well, and I agree, Kiku, I thought you would probably forgive that run, uh, and I also would like to see her on a softer track than this.
0: Okay. Uh, that brings us to the end. I'll get a horse or two to follow from each of you. Yep, Mark Sheehan, I'll
1: start with yourself. Uh, Yeah, I thought Kiku was one of them, and uh, the other one, I've written down here, I'll find it in a second, uh, Ice Bath, the other one, so I thought they were both uh, very good runs on the day. All right, Mark Roden? Uh, Yeah, the Entribuyere and Ice
2: Bath out of the Mare's race, and yeah, I just love what Home Affairs did on the pot.
0: Yep, and uh, Rob, I'm sure you'll be following up with Home Affairs. Mind you, you're probably already on at the bigger price, aren't you?
3: Yeah, I, I went looking for that ticket um, over oh, no. the Everest and I, could, I couldn't I couldn't find it. Oh. Um so yeah, anyway, I, keep, yeah, I feel a bit bit of a goose, but um, look I, I don't care. Look, it, I I think this it's odds on that Randwick won't suit it, so yeah. you know, it doesn't doesn't really worry me. Um I I'll, look, I keep following the fun fact. I thought it's run was enormous. Hey. It got speared off the track in the start in, going around the first bend and um you know, I'm not even sure if 2400s totally its go, but I I think you know if that backs up in the Metrop next week, um, but probably be a, we're going to get 10 mils of rain this week in Sydney, so you know we're going we're going to get a soft track it on on Saturday. Um, the other the other one obviously home home affairs. You know I, I I've got to keep backing an Ice Bath. You know I've yeah. been backing this horse since the Golden Eagle last year, pretty much every start, so yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and profondo uh, I, I think that that's um, yeah I'd
0: love to see it settle a bit more
3: and, and possibly a jockey change um, yeah that's about it
0: okay uh, the week ahead we've got Kensington Wednesday Wyong Thursday Newcastle Saturday along with the Epsom the Metro the flight stakes it's a big week Mark Sheen
1: yeah no it's always a, a great meeting this uh, meeting uh, first day of the long weekend and yep. um yeah, a bit happening when you have got no grand final in Sydney, but uh, that's normally the end yeah, of the three days in a row. In the old days, you'd go to the Metrop on the Monday, but that's in the past.
0: I was going to say, is there any buzz around, uh, you know, New South Wales at the moment with regards to the grand final? Obviously, your team, the Bunnies, have made it.
1: Yeah, if it, well, I live in the south area, so a lot of flags flying around. Rob's in the area as well. so Yeah, people painting their garages uh
3: in the uh, I was on a bit of a bike ride and uh yeah there's some bunnies on garages It's it's happening yeah people are
0: excited <laughs> all right well i'm sure the week will just build can't wait to preview this meeting uh we'll get your thoughts on the grand final as well when we get to friday until then enjoy the week <music>